Welcome back, ladies and gents, to the Pals Podcast. I'm your co-host, Ricky Liorti. And I'm Danielle Galarno. Dan, you want to start off? Or? Oh, you can. Okay, well, I guess I'll start off, yeah. I haven't had a drink, well, prior to yesterday. I haven't had a drink in four weeks, so really proud of myself. I did the Ironman. I think I've already shared enough about that, but not drinking for four weeks was a really big accomplishment for me, and I'm genuinely really happy and proud of myself. You must like, feel amazing. Yeah, I, I genuinely did. Like I even after the Ironman, I decided to do another week just to hit the four weeks because I haven't done that since I was probably twenty six or something, twenty seven. Uh, so feel really good about myself. Feel really happy. I feel like I don't want to say youthful, but energetic. I, I, I've gone to the gym every single day in the last like month, almost minus the injury. I've been doing a lot of two days. I've just like I feel really, really good. So. Uh, I, and the last week, that's the only really exciting thing that's happened to me. Next week is my pickleball tournament in Guelph. So anybody that's around next weekend, come check it out. I got free tickets for anyone who wants to come. So just hit me up, slide in. And uh, and I guess you honestly, other than that, I didn't do too much, anything too crazy. Like I feel like me and you have hung out. We've done a lot of non-drinking stuff, but. Mm-hmm. I went to the cottage Friday and Saturday, which was really nice. I feel like you've been doing a lot anyways. Yeah. Well, it's just like such a nice escape up there. Like. I know, like, you always say, like, oh, like, what do you do up there? But it's just, like, so nice to just, like, fair. disconnect yeah, from the cool. city. Um, and it's, like, I don't have any, like, FOMO or anything like that when people are out in the city. I'm just, like, bye. I'm gone. Do you know what's weird? I actually haven't had bad FOMO Which is either. wild. Yeah, because I, I, I can't miss an event. Well, I just think that, like, things have been so busy for me for the past month. Like, I've just had, like... Well, we had F1, then I had, like, my best friend's birthdays, then it was just, like, the long weekend, go, go, which go. was, like, so much fun. It was just, it, Everything's just been so go, 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 which is, like, even yesterday, I came home from the cottage at 7 a.m., took the go train for the first time by myself. Because you saw my ad that I made, probably? Yeah, that's exactly why. But then we had that surprise, like, bachelorette day for Lisa yesterday, which was so much fun. She was so surprised, which oh, is good. That. And then her wedding's next week, so it's just, like, everything's been go, go, go. Love so I'm that. just excited. Once this wedding's over, there's not really like any big plans. Well, I guess I'm going away and it's my birthday. Uh, it's nonstop. Yeah, you got a weekend off. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but I feel like you don't, even when I'm, like you said, when you're disconnected, I feel like I didn't get FOMO that bad because we yeah, still none. did things. Like we still went out. There were many times we went out and didn't drink. We just like, that one day we sat out Ruby Soho, just had a drink there yeah. on Thursday night. You know what? I kind of like that. It was nice. Even when we went to Paris, Texas, well, you were drinking, but I wasn't. And I feel but like it I wasn't just, like heavy drinking. Yeah, like it was a couple nice drinks. It's just nice to see people and it's nice to do something. Yeah. It's like nice to be social, but not yeah, like not throttle. hammered. Obviously, it's nice sometimes when we do go full throttle, like we're having fun. Yeah. But it's also been nice to kind of like take it's so a step tough. back. I say I'm, I'm going to try not to drink and then I know I'm getting hammered on Wednesday at Post Malone. So. Oh, for sure. So anyways, um, anything else you want to just mention before we get going? No, this is a really fun episode. We had Scott help. Sorry, on. hold on. I do want to say I feel like every episode we've had recently has been fun. Like I have, there's not, there hasn't been one episode where I sat there and I'm like, I didn't enjoy that. No, no, I, I actually really enjoyed this episode too. Yeah, but like they, I, they feel like they've all been fun. Yeah, and so, all great guests. Yeah, so I'll let you go. Tell, tell so the story. Scott Hellman on. He's a musician, also now recently a tattoo artist, but and foodie and foodie, which is like crazy. Like our episode went from like talking a lot about music, I think. And then just took a total, like, whole 180, and we just talked about food, and you know what? So if you're hungry, do not watch this episode. Or, like, go grab a snack, because I'm starving, even just thinking about what we talked about. Yeah. 
But it was he's like, been around for like a decade. Yeah. I, w- I went on his YouTube this morning. He's got some bangers. We live parallel lives. We're the same age. And like we went to high school like down the street from each other, which is so funny. Yeah. So I don't know, anything else you want to add? No, I think that's it. Just give it a listen. And what do we say? Let's fucking go. Edit, and we normally don't really edit. It's kind of just we go with the flow and whatever oh. happens, happens. But we had one person uh, tell a story. I can't say their names, but I could, it was about like a Dua Lipa thing. Oh, no. And they were just like, yeah, if you don't mind, can you, can you erase this part? And it wasn't bad or nothing bad. But we're like, okay, yeah, Dying just in case the one, the awkward chance that Dua Lipa ever listens to this podcast. Yeah, we got you. We'll, we'll take it can away. Can you guys tell me what it was after? We'll tell you, we'll tell you we'll off tell you there. Sick. Actually, you have any funny stories about any celebs you've met over the years? Because you've been doing this, what, 10 plus years now? Almost yeah, 10 years? Yeah, long time. And you're fairly young, too. Yeah, I'm 27. You're 27, so you guys are the same age. 95? Yeah. Same. Let's go. <laughs> I guess we feel we old. <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm the old one here, then. Um, do I have any funny celebrity stories? Uh, I don't want to get anyone in trouble. <laughs> See, no one wants to get anyone in trouble. I got, I got really drunk with Why Don't We once, the band Why Don't We. Okay. Which was super sick. Where they, were you guys? Um, I was in Barcelona. Uh, Barcelona? I think I... It, no, I was in Madrid. But we were doing this like Spanish... I don't even really know what it was. I, it was crazy. We were playing for like... They were, it was these shows were insane. They were like eighty thousand people, Unreal. and and we were unprepared. It was like me and my drummer who was like on like one of those hand drums. Like we were not prepared. <laughs> yeah. And this one night we were, I was with, we were like, why don't we? It was on the same festival, and I don't know if you guys remember that whole controversy with their manager. There were there was like this really evil manager that got like canceled hard because he was a terrible person. Okay. But I remember walking. I don't know if I should be saying this, but I, don't, I think it's all said and done now. They, we, I remember walking out to the. Uh, I, there was like this. We were in this really nice hotel because they put us up in this nice hotel, and I walked. We, me and my drummer walked out onto this. It was like the I don't know the dining area, and I remember this manager was like screaming at this band, like, and I felt so bad for them because you know I was young when I was signed, so I I get, get like, it. I understand the pressure of like you got to perform tonight and. Like and you that. want you and want to I, please I them too. I had lovely manager. Like no manager's ever said anything like what this guy. It was crazy. He was like, "You gotta go here, and you gotta go here, and if you don't, it's all gonna fall apart." And um, anyways, that night we did the show. It was super fun. And then that night they just went off. They, I think they were ready. They they were like they were going through a hard time, and we just went. It was super hey, fun though. En- enough said. Enough. But that said. was fun. I felt it felt really nice to be like I. I was slightly older than them, and I was like, guys. Don't worry. Here's a drink. Just <laughs> relax. It's going to be okay. I'm sure they don't even remember that now, but it was fun. What's your go-to drink? Uh, Budweiser. Really? Bottle. Okay. Yeah, I love Budweiser. And a bottle too, not a yeah, can? Yeah, like dirty Budweiser. I feel like bottles are always better than cans. It is better. Right? I don't drink really beer. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess you're I right, like actually. You're yeah, like a glass a bottle. Cocktail guy. Yeah, You're giving me cocktail energy. Okay, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. No, it's a good thing. Okay, I appreciate like that. A, like a, a steam cocktail, like an old fashioned. Uh, no, no. I'm I'm the most basic what do you loser drink? ever. I drink double vodka seven. Say that. That's perfect. Yeah, it's like all my friends make fun of me. Like I'm I'm super into fitness too, and like I'm super like okay, healthy. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's clock. And I'll drink seven up, like steady all night long. Perfect. And my friends are like, Ricky, how have you not switched over to soda? I'm like, I just can't do vodka sodas. And she's a spicy mar girl. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's tequila soda, sense. spicy mar. Yeah. 
Yesterday yeah. we were at, I was telling you, we were at Sam Hunt and we get to, and I don't want to throw Budweiser stage underneath. I don't want to throw them under the bus because we like them and they're good people and venue's amazing. We love it. But we had spicy margs there and they oh were really bad. Oh my God, bad. it was the worst thing I've ever had in my life. Like, Why was it so bad? I had it last year when I went to the Chicks concert and it was amazing. Maybe we were at the end of the barrel or something. No, it's, no, it's no. like on top, right? It was right? just like sweet, right. gross. It was really syrupy. Y- yeah, I couldn't. too sweet. I, I don't mind. It's you, just like syrupy. I was like, Ugh. Yeah, well, I think once you've been like debilitatingly hungover, a really like syrupy drink, it like evokes that feeling of like just. I don't know. It's just. Like, oh. Like, like, yeah, I think like, that's my excuse ET. why. Yeah. Yeah. I drink oh, too much. Yeah. That's my excuse. <laughs> you're, you're like, it was a syrupy it's drink. It's my history with alcohol. That was the problem. It's not Budweiser stage. No, that's fair. What's your uh, What's your favorite show you've ever played? Oh man, hard hitting questions. Um. Fuck, I'm doing all right then. <laughs> I think I think my favorite show like you could ask me some deep shit and i'll tell you in a second but that what you it's like the fluffy ones are you the fluffy ones are ah, off um uh probably uh, like my first headline tour in canada when i was like i can do this i can i can play danforth music hall that was fucking crazy and because it's like a hometown show yeah just to like grow up in a place and then be like that's the place i'm gonna play and then you do to see your name like in the letters on the on the uh the marquee there that that was that was a special day um that barcelona show though for real was (laughs) fucking. apparently this one was really good it was that was a really special moment because like um i don't know i mean i i feel like i went through the classic like i've I feel like I earned my stripes in touring. Like I really, I did so much touring and I've done just, it's just been a long road of like playing shows. Well, that was like, you've been doing this for so long yeah. too and you're still so young. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's crazy. And I just feel like we were so unprepared for that show. Like I swear to God, it was like in the middle of nowhere, Spain. It was like an hour outside of Barcelona, but like, like it was like a like a church and like a street and like a dog and then like and eighty thousand people. <laughs> but I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it was just it's like there's that one dog that you just recognize five times around the block. And I just looked at my drummer and I was like, "We got this, bro!" And we just killed Figured it. it, it out. was super fun and like not so much for the show, the energy of the show, but just to be like, I can, you can we can all we, do anything. Yeah. We were literally talking about this last night. Some of the best nights we've ever had out are the nights that are are just random, not planned. Not you, planned. you just go with the flow. Of, like me and her, so we're we're best friends. We've traveled. How long to have you guys known each other? About three years, two and a half years. Oh, yeah. Cool. So our, her best friend and my best friend are engaged. Oh, nice. So Sick. obviously, like we just became close through association, and then nice. now we just became really, really, really good friends. Dope. And we've traveled together. We've gone out a million times together, and. We've always had like some nights where it's just me and her. We finished the podcast. We had a couple of drinks. We're like, you know what? You want to go for a drink? Like casual drinks. Next thing you know, like we're both dancing on the bar, having the best yeah, night ever, like pouring shots in everybody's mouth. But that's what it is. Sometimes like you just have like a night that comes together and it's just magical for no particular reason. 100%. It's just like, hey, that was just an amazing night. And it always has to do with concerts, I find. Yeah. Well, we're last summer, bit, my yeah, favorite yeah, night of the summer. Like what was it? Concert hang. Your favorite, your favorite night of the summer last, last year? Last summer. Last year. Oh, uh, Laney? Yeah. Laney so was much good fun. We were supposed to have L-A-N-Y, whatever they're called. I, I call them Laney. I think it's Laney too. We were supposed to have them on the podcast, and then their like, tour bus didn't make it across. Classic. They didn't make it in time. They're like, hey, we have to cancel the podcast, but like, come to the show. Went to the show, had the best time. Ugh. Yeah. But it is. It's again, it's those random yeah, things, right? When, when you don't expect fun, so fun. And then you get, then, then you <laughs> yeah, get one, it's like, so yeah. Sick. 
One uh, one question I actually want the, this one I'm really curious about. So you've been doing this a long time and you're still young. How have you found that music industry's changed from when you started to now with like social media and everything? Because back then promoting music was completely different than what it is now, right? I feel like now without TikTok or Instagram, it's or the the virtual sorry yeah. the viral moments. It's so different to promote music now. I feel like my honest answer to that question is I have no idea <laughs> because. It's like she's sitting here. She's like, "Fuck." No, it's weird. It's weird because it's like, like I see, like there'll be like some kid I follow on TikTok, and he's got like a gazillion followers, and every video he has has like a gazillion views. And then I'll go to the Spotify to like check the song out, and it's like got nothing. It's just like not. It's not hitting in the way that it looks like it's hitting on TikTok. And then I'll like look up a band that I love that's like huge on TikTok, and they've got like four followers and I'm like I don't really know actually it's so funny but what what I do like about the new landscape um because I like to lean positive is that <laughs> um is that I feel like it, it's I think anybody can do it now which I mean I think that was true when I started when I like 10 years ago you think so I I yeah, and in the in the sense that like I think people were starting to like just make records in their bedroom yeah that's fair because well, I guess when you were starting yeah because that's when like I guess music became more accessible because of yeah. laptops Honestly, and like garage band like years and, after I started. Yeah. Like Claro came out and I was yeah. like, damn. Yeah. That girl just made that record in her like bedroom. That's yeah. so cool. And then, but now I feel like the culture has updated itself and people are, people are like actually receptive to that. Like people want that. They yeah. want just a person that's just making music. Well, are you a Fred again fan? Oh dude, actually, um, I'm starting like I'm me and a bunch of homies in LA are starting to like make a lot of electronic music together. Oh, okay. We're thinking about starting like our own just little, it's like, honestly, right now it's just a hobby. It's fun, but I'm obsessed with Fred again, man. So I he's just, one of those guys. He's just like, he feels like he's so relatable. He's a, yeah. a random kind of like came from nowhere yeah. two years ago, kind dude. of like a, like a, a music nerd almost. Yeah, and sure. just super talented came out of nowhere, making half these tracks during COVID on his yeah. laptop and now he's one of the biggest it's artists so in the world. Like it's so it's everything. It feels like he's responding to the culture rather than like being like huge what's cool. Yeah. He's like, oh, I saw this video. Well, he also went from like the sm- like small concerts then headlining Coachella this year. 100%. Yeah. Which is yeah. like insane. Like yeah, how fast crazy. that rise was. Like who's headlining Coachella? Well, did you see his Tiny Desk concert? Do you watch Tiny Desk? I know, I didn't watch it yet. Of it. I haven't oh, seen the whole thing. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's just, uh, you, he's like playing the xylophone or whatever. Like he does like, oh, mind you, I don't know what any of this yeah. shit's called, but he does like everything live and yeah. you're like, holy fuck, like that's unbelievable. Yeah, and crazy. you can see where it's, like, I feel like, I forget who told me this, maybe it was George, but music is very storytelling, right? Like you can, you can hear a story, you can feel a story throughout a song and a yeah, lot even of, even fr- if there's no words, yeah. even if there's no words, you still feel something, right? Yeah. Like, that's what I think good music does. It makes you feel, whether it's happy, yeah. sad, angry, energetic, depressed, whatever. It makes you feel. And sometimes I listen to Fred again songs and I'm like, I feel. I don't yeah. know what this emotion is, but I feel. And when he takes you through from like the beginning of the song to the end, you're just like, that was magical. That was like a roller coaster, no, right? A hundred percent. And that's I, why he I, is where what I he's doing. I think there's right a now. massive thing happening right now in culture with like electronic music coming back in a really special way. And I I love I love it. I think it's so cool. I love dancing. Oh, you're, are you a big dancer? I, you know, it's so funny. I was like the, like, like I was like in high school, I was like, I too was, cool like, for school. Yeah. It was hacking like, dark vision and like <laughs> Zeppelin and like, fuck this. like I was like an asshole. Black, black painted yeah. nails. Yeah. yeah. Like the class. Dude. <laughs> Have you ever heard of them? Like that was me. Um, 
Maybe not as much as like my friends. Like I definitely, I went to an art school and I feel like it was very. What like, school did you go to? I went to Earl Haig. Oh, okay. I went yeah. to Carter for the arts. Oh, sick! Right down the street, dude. And I, you guys are the same I, age too. Definitely, yeah, like, I know. Bumped yeah. into each other for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, but he was probably like, "Fuck you." Uh. <laughs> no, I was opposite. I mean, Danielle's <laughs> listening to like Britney Spears what, what and were like. You into in high school? Music? Yeah, I was a dancer, so like whatever. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Like the new rap song that was out. You Which probably is sick. No, Lil I was Kim, like Nicki Minaj. All my friends were obsessed with like Lil Wayne and Drake, so I like did not want to be obsessed with that. Like okay. Mumford and Sons, like that was my music oh, forever. Me too, dude. Love. Little we're Lion so, Man. The we were supposed to go to the Subway. concert, didn't go. That was a yeah. fuck up on my end, but. That re- those records were really special. Yeah, I remember not knowing anything about Mumford, and then they clean. They won like three Grammys, and I was just like, "Who the fuck Ooh, is this folk? This, band, this yeah. folk band this winning three Grammys? Are you yeah. kidding me?" It was the weird. next day I listened, boom, fell in love. Yeah. They played at Bud Stage, and a friend of ours that works at Live Nation, I messaged him, was like, "Look, I need to get tickets. Like, they're five hundred bucks online right now. Yeah. Like, I just I need face value." And he got me like row one two hundred level, so oh, like right past the floor, so and we had one of the best. Yeah, one that's of the best awesome. ones. One of the best yeah. ones. Yeah, I, I just don't feel, I feel like I I liked electronic music when I was in high school, but I was like too cool for it because I was like, oh, it's just like, it's senseless. It, it's, there's there's nothing to it. And as I've gotten older, I'm like, that's such, that was such a misjudgment because I think when you, when you see a group of people dancing to that kind of music, it's like, there's something about it that's, un, it's unbelievable. It's like religious. It's like Amen. spiritual. So I, I don't know if I told this story on the podcast where I just told it a hundred times off. Uh, I went to the Taylor Swift concert. Sick. And How was it? Unbelievable. I'm, I wasn't that a Taylor was Swift fan. I, I wasn't a Taylor Swift fan prior to this. My mom wanted to go, you know, I know a couple songs. Yeah. Cool, great. So they, start, they started listening and I got really big into it. And um, hold on a second. I don't know why this happened. But I'm not there we go. We're back. We're back. Back, baby. So I wasn't a big fan. I went to the show and I said like, the, the fans, the music, the crowd, the energy, it felt like I was in a cult. But the happiest, most colorful, upbeat cult in the world. Mm, like yeah. Everybody was there with one main purpose, one main goal, one main vision was just to have like the best night of their lives and sing as loud yeah. as they can. And I, it, was like any, it was like nothing I've ever seen before. And I couldn't it's believe so it. I was beautiful. like, this is crazy. And yeah, now I'm a fucking Swifty. Like, big time. <laughs> I can't believe, she's such an enigma, man. Like, I think we're going to look back 50 years from now and be like, you remember Taylor I, I don't even so think. So, have you guys years. been like looking at all the conspiracies online about why she's not coming to Canada? She's coming to Canada. I haven't well, been no, really been that. Confirmed. I feel like I my brain turns off when I see Taylor Swift conspiracies because I'm like, I need someone to explain this to me. I just don't understand. It's just I'm too not much nuggets of information. I'm not a big enough Taylor Swift fan. I actually okay. cannot stand her, but I love her music. Got it. But um, Say like more. it's just all over TikTok. <laughs> yeah, talk shit about Taylor Swift. Say more. Our, our podcast will become the number I'm one hated podcast. Partial. I actually don't. I actually. I used to love her as a kid. To admit, I actually d- just know a lot of the music, and I don't really know a lot about her. I used to love her as a kid. Like I love when she did her country stuff. Yeah. But then, like now, it's just like uh, love I feel story like every is the greatest song ever written. Yeah. Again, love that song. I get it. But like now, I just feel like all, like her album too is just sounded like. And Swifties are gonna hate me for saying this, but they all sound the same. Like every single song, I'm gonna just cancel Danielle. Cancel Danielle. I actually love. I actually love a lot of Taylor Swift songs. I just don't. I've never done the dive, and I think it comes from this thing of like I. I'm afraid of like uh, I'm afraid of like I don't want to have an opinion. I feel like <laughs> man, because if it's not, if you don't agree yeah. with Taylor Swift, buddy, you're done. Career I over. Know. Literally, literally. Well, That's the fans are obsessed. Like, like think yeah, about like how much money. Like if I tweeted, nah, 
Like I think my career would literally end. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, oh, it also just for the record Taylor Swift's so sick I love Taylor Swift so much <laughs> and I love every every single song she's ever written smart man yeah. uh, if you could like I guess who's your dream artist to perform with or collab with um, you can pick any artist dead or alive and then uh, Danny over to you too right? yeah dead or alive definitely dead I'm gonna start with dead okay who is definitely it definitely dead um collab in the sense of like make a song where we're yeah. both on the song yeah or you write a song for anything. someone, perform yeah. with someone, whatever you want. It's your dream, Claude. I, I like it's. I think David Bowie for me would be Ooh. like would like be. We've never so got that. David Bowie, good, good yeah. Just to like watch that dude make music. Like I don't even care with whatever happened. Just to. Be you just want to be in the studio, eh? Yeah. Well, and just see like how do you do that? Like That's, I we've like never I listen, had that. Yeah, I listen to like other records from that time, and I'm like. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. But I'm like, I could see the, the events that would lead to that song. I listen to David Bowie, and I'm like, I don't understand like how you make like I don't know how you do that. So I would love for that. I love that. I don't think spot to be we we've in. maybe asked this like 50 times on this podcast. I don't think anyone's ever said David Bowie. Sick. Who do people? What's say? yours? I don't think I've ever heard uh, yours. We we get a lot of Drake. We've got a lot of Drake. We've okay. got a lot of uh, Bieber. I think we've got some Beyonce, Adele. We've got. Trying to think of like we've got like the major. It just seems so easy we've got a couple MJ. Yeah, we've got MJ. We've got I don't know. MJ got Prince. Would be sick. MJ would be sick. Uh, did you, or, do you know yours yet? Although I'm a Prince guy. I'm an MJ guy. I get it. MJ's. I guess. We can fight outside. Yeah, we'll we'll fight after. <laughs> yeah, MJ, no. Um, if I had to pick, if I had any musical talent, which I I, I That's wish the thing, I, like I can't sing, can't do anything, so it's like. Well, you can yeah. dance at least. I can't even dance. Like I, I always say, we always joke. You know those the songs you have in the vault that you're like never gonna release because the label oh, didn't yeah. like them or whatever. Oh, I always yeah. said through this podcast, I should start collecting everyone's vault songs and then release them as myself and just never perform. And then no one would ever know I had zero musical like talent. You could just wear like a thing. Yeah, I just, I just be maybe I'd just be an act. Yeah. <laughs> what would you do though? You know, like the mass singer. You can't dance. You uh, can't sing. I'm you sure like the Fortnite. Yeah, I, I'm sure I can. <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll create I my own stupid dance. Do that. I can create my own stupid dance. That's it. That's gonna be my my next yeah. in, in my next life. Maybe I'll have some musical talent. Um, my dream collab, if I was any, if I had any musical talent, right now, I'd probably say yeah, I'd probably say Mumford and Sons, just because like I think that'd be really cool to do. Like, because again, I'm not into folk music, but they're folk, so maybe do like a folk, yeah, that'd be cool. hip hop kind of collab. Like Noah Kahn and Post Malone just did a song together. Did they really? Yeah. So Dial Drunk, they did the remix or the oh remake of it. Oh my god, is it and amazing? Yeah, it's well, it comes out tonight or well, it comes oh, out now. It's tonight. out now when this this gets released Damn. tomorrow. So, uh, dude, I think Noah Kahn is so sick. I think he's so special. Who are some of you're listening to right now? Like your most I recently played Spotify. I've, I've been listening okay. to him a lot. I think he's really really cool. Um, His new album was that Stick in the Woods. I think that was what it was called. Yeah, Stick Season. I think. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, he's so sick. I love him. I love Maisie Peters. I just love her energy. Okay. I think she's really, really cool. Um, who else? Let me look at my Spotify. I love it. Yeah. I can't, I can't just, I can't think when I'm. Andrea Bocelli. That's an easy wow. one. Done. Done. I can't believe Wait, anything about that. I didn't get to ask you oh, yet. Oh my God. Oh, sorry. Oh, 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 I feel so bad. We didn't, we didn't. Oh, no, I, I, just asked, asked, I asked myself. She, she was ready for it. Andrea Bocelli. Danny, that's a good answer. That's a solid answer. This is background on my phone. Andre Bucelli when he did the collab with Ed Sheeran. Andre Bucelli would be iconic. Literally, just like, he's just that dude, right? My, like, I feel like my fiance would say the same answer. Actually, dude, I gotta say, 
I'm a massive Lana Del Rey fan. Okay. She's also blowing up right now. Yo, I think, I think she's blowing up. No, I, but she, she's the I think over she's the again. best artist in the last. I think I don't know. A long wow, time. that's a hot take. Yeah, I think she's like unbelievably. What sick. do you What do you think makes her so good then? I think she just does not give a single fuck. I agree. Okay. Watching her shows, like I see them all like all over TikTok now, and I just feel like she's like true to herself. Yeah. When she's on stage, even if it's an act, even if she does. I, as a listener, to uh, receive the illusion, it's so sick. That's I was fair. a big hater in high school. Not a hater, but I was like, Lana Del Rey, yeah, that one song. So I listened to that in high school? Yeah. So, no, again, no. complete opposite. I think you guys might have been, like, <laughs> awkwardly friends back then. Dude, I remember I went to Oshiega this one year in Montreal, and my girlfriend at the time, my current fiance, is, like, a massive Lana fan. I love how you corrected that, or she'd yeah. be pissed. Yeah. My girlfriend at the time, no, my current like, fiance. from LA. Um, uh... She was like, like Lana was headlining, and I remember we were we went. I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. Like, I'll drink a beer and watch Lana Del Rey. <laughs> and she walks out. She walks out on stage, and there's all these people in the front row. And she walks out with a she. Sorry, she walks out, and the song starts playing. She has her microphone, and then she like lights a cigarette, and she just goes like this. And she points the fucking mic at everybody, and they all start singing the words, and she's like. Just like hasn't sung a word yet, and I was like, "Damn, I'm in." This is good. And then from that moment on, I watched her show, and I was like, "Oh, I I get this now. You're an actual icon." Okay, so it's funny that you said the whole like her having the cigarette because yeah. now she's vaping, and she Sick. lost her vape on stage, and was like all going all over TikTok because she like would not sing her next song until she found her vape, and Would then can keep like, going because like it, it's, it's been like that for her whole show. See. Yeah, I want to be stomped on. <laughs> that's fair did you see uh lewis capaldi's uh glastonbury set oh yeah i did so that like that is one of i think one of those moments that in 10 years we're gonna look back on and yeah. people are gonna be like i was there yeah you know like you have beautiful. the one where it's um the goo goo dolls singing iris and buffalo Dude, when it rains that, i watch that video like once a year just to read just to so, if i sometimes when i want to feel emotion yeah because like i haven't had a relationship in three years so i'm fair my Damn. i'm like very good mentally right now i have like zero heartbreak in my life nice. sometimes when i want to feel something yeah, i watch like, that video <laughs> just to feel just to oh, feel you know we talk about music makes like, you feel like the 20 23 uh, version of like putting a cigarette out on your leg yeah watching <laughs> goo goo dolls live in the rain yeah so uh but i i think that moment like with him and like knowing everything he was going through and just you know like i had no idea he had fucking tourette's yeah and, like, it's he, unbelievable yeah so you see that the guy's struggling and then the whole crowd just jumps in to arguably one of the most like yeah, emotional like, songs out yeah. in the last five years or something yeah. so really emotional what's your dream venue to play at great uh, question Danny good question um give me anywhere in the world good follow uh preferably in the states it's giving Europe for me okay okay um I mean like the Hollywood Bowl would be pretty sick. Okay, so yeah. that's, that's yeah, but, that's American. But I think I think there's this venue in London called the the Roundhouse the Roundhouse I think Roundhouse Theater. Okay, and I opened for a band there once, and it's really cool because it it's like where all the the like uh, workers in the in the 1920s like the you know the the workers movement like they started like the first unions in this place. And, okay. Like, fought the system so it's, it feels and, and it's gone through all these changes like all these iconic 
uh, bands and performers have played there. And I just remember being on that stage. I'm, my parents are English. Mm-hmm. So, like, my grandparents were there. My, my family was there. And I'm, like, I, like, grew up going to, like, Camden Town. It's, like, right in the center of Camden Town. And um, I don't know. Something about that venue I just feel, like, deeply connected to. Okay. Maybe, I think because it's English, but also because it's just sick. That's good. It has nothing to do with like the sound or the amount of people. It's just like just to no, just but again, it's something that makes you that feel stage, right. Yeah, just be so sick. Yeah, that's good. Danny, you were gonna ask your other question because you mentioned this fiance. I can't remember what it was anymore. So, how has your music changed from before you were engaged to now that you're engaged? And this will lead us into the new music. Mm. There we go. Boom, got you. Before, after, um. Like, has it had, like, a big effect on Honestly, your no. music? Wow. And I think I had a friend. She's not going to be happy about that. No, I think, well, please, I hope not. Um, I had a friend once tell me, like, you should get married when it doesn't change anything. Okay, Which that's interesting. Which I think is really, really true. Like, uh, it was, like, we got engaged and it was, like, yeah, like, obvious. Like, there was, like, nothing really changed. Um, and I feel like we were so committed to each other before we got engaged that like getting engaged was just like a fun paperwork. Little, yeah. yeah. It was just like a fun day, but that's interesting. Um, yeah. I've never heard anybody I, say honestly, that. Honestly, all my records are about, the, about her, all the ones that are out at least, at least most of them. Um, I feel like I've been telling that story for like my whole career. So does that so, like, like affect your relationship? Like, or like, how does that affect your relationship? Like, does it, Hmm, I don't know. Maybe I'm like too close to it to even see because I it's it's like our whole relationship has been that. Like I I don't think we've ever really. And does she care that that's out there? No, like, for I everyone don't to listen think to. So. It's not like I'm saying like her. Fuck you! I hate you. Yeah. Number. yeah. Um. Uh. Imagine I don't think she loves. Next like, song's a nine-digit number. She has bound. We have really nice boundaries. Like she'll just be like, I'm not. I won't be on your TikTok, dude. I'm like sick. But like, I'll show her a song, and she'll be like, That's really beautiful. Thank and you. She knows it's about her, but yeah, I think it's like ultimately, I don't think I'm that specific. Okay, that's fair. That she would be upset, but I don't know. You have the boundaries. Maybe, yeah, maybe I should ask her. Nah, she don't keep going. Know, Nothing's stay, changed. Yeah, yeah. Bro, fuck boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rogen. Yeah. Well, uh, well, tell us about should the we new talk music. About Seth Rogen a bit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> tell us about the new music. Um, new music. Yeah. This I'm is that. This is that promo question that we check off on the yeah, list. Yeah, just. Dock it off. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what is there to say? I'm just, I honestly just, just been through so much changes. Like COVID was so hard for every artist and I was sitting on so much music and then like I was at a record label and a lot of the people that were at the record label like moved or like left or just like a lot of the people that were in my life and my career were no longer there all of a sudden. And I was like in LA and I had like a gazillion songs and I was like, what the fuck am I do? Like, what do I do? What do I do? Yeah. Um, and then I met like some folks at Warner Records that like a new team and I really, really connected with them. I feel like they really understood like what I was doing and where, where I was going more importantly because like where you've been really doesn't really matter, especially now. Like oh, any yeah. young artist, dude, do- doesn't matter, man. Like a year down the road, no one gives a single fuck. I mean, unless it's awesome. But if it's not, like nobody, nobody remembers your mistakes. So um, yeah. It's actually crazy to think that. It's though. so sick, man. I feel like like 10 years ago it was like you do some dumb shit like people will remember that like now it's like it's all good because well, now there's Unless just so much more yeah really bad shit. there's so much more content and music being put out every single day now because yeah. again it's so accessible it's like we nice. just talked about so yeah if you if you script now okay it's like hey you know what? Yeah. we'll get the next one yeah, yeah exactly. let's go get back in the studio right back 100 
So how many songs? When you say you were sitting on a ton of songs, what's a ton of songs to you? Like 40. Oh, wow. Maybe maybe 30. 30 what, and what do you like do? 30, Are you just like, I need to release these, but the label yeah. won't let me? Like, how, what's no, the process? Well, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to like, like step on anyone's feet, but I, it was a situation where it was like, um, it was just really bad communication and I was getting told one thing and I think other things were happening and I just, it was confusing and I don't really know if it was anyone's fault. I, I mean, I blame like the system rather than like a single person or a single group. Of people. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just like artists go through that where you're just like, what the fuck's going on? And then um, I was just like, fuck this. I'm like, <laughs> I'm in flight to Toronto. Fuck it, let's go. Yeah, like I just flew to Toronto. I was like, who, hello, like, hi, like what's going on? And then that was great. And then just like sorted things out and just push forward. Like, it's kind of like a reset. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's what this music feels like for me is like a lot of it. Um, I love what I've done in the past. I'm not, I, I there's like, I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of the work that I've done, but I, you got to move forward. And I'm just like putting on my records now. And I'm just dropping like singles. I'm just trying to put out as much music as I can as quickly as I can. And then just like see what happens. And then yeah. um, my goal is to, to drop like an album after a bunch of songs. So put everything together, add like a bunch of songs to it and just put like a packaged work of art out and then. And tell your story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%. It, it is interesting because now again, you've had so many I'm songs. I my vape on camera. And yeah. By, by all means, Matt, go ahead. You can do, you can do as you please. This, this is Los Angeles to me. Do you know what's so funny? It's like, like we a, talk about like, people walk like, around like hitting little <laughs> USB plugs like on their walks to work in the morning, right? Like a little, what's that, a Tic Tac pack? Like, Dude, imagine like you were like a pre-civilization human being and you just like someone handed you this fucking weird. You wouldn't know sorry. what to do. You wouldn't even so know what to do. Silly. People would be like, I don't know. I can't talk shit about vaping because everybody I know vapes. Literally everybody I yeah, know vapes. No, truly. I think I'm the only I person that doesn't vape. I now that like weren't smokers and now they're like fully on the elf bars. And I'm like, guys, why? Like, why would you start vaping? It's the worst thing to happen to society. I don't think, think the so? worst. I don't think it's as bad as smoking, right? Let's like, unpack that. Yeah. We're Let's about, change the conversation. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> change. <laughs> Danny's pivoting. I'm just um, I'm just, I'm just fuck, kidding. I had a train of thought before about the songs and when you have like 30 or 40... When you decide, how do you decide which ones you really love? And obviously you feel for them, but let's say you're telling a story and you want to put together this album. How do you decide, yeah. okay, what makes the songs and the album? Do you go by what the what the fans want and what the people want? Or is it like, let the label decide? Is it basically fully your choice? How does like the process come together? Because you're telling a story with 10 to 15 songs, give or take. Yeah. And some of them, you might feel like they tell the story really well, but your audience and your fans might not. And then roles reverse. Sometimes you might be like, hey, I didn't think this was the best storytelling song, but fuck it, charted, right? So Yeah, I mean, you got to play the game. Like, and it's, I, I feel like if you asked me that question three years ago, I'd be like, I just put out what I love and what I feel. <laughs> but it's like, that's bullshit. It's not, it's not untrue. I love all the songs I release, and I wouldn't put anything out if I didn't love it. But you have to be strategic, you know? Like, and you have to, you have to think about what people want you to do i i saw this really interesting uh inter i don't even know what it was it was like jerry seinfeld talking about comedy but he was talking about like how like your like he was talking to kramer actually at this diner and it was like kramer was like i i don't think i was enjoying myself while i was on seinfeld and seinfeld was like yeah who cares like that wasn't your job obviously you should try to enjoy yourself but your job is to like you you're supposed to entertain them like your job is to like make other people feel things. So um, I try to like think about it that, that way now and like think selflessly and be like, what, 
like I love okay I'll take you know all the 30 songs I'll take like five of them and be like I love these songs or maybe 10 let's say 10 I love these 10 songs but it's like what what a like what would be sick to show people like what do people want um because if it's not like a conversation then it's just like you're just like I don't know what you're doing see it's so tough does that make sense yeah and I get what you're saying because I'm not in your shoes, but we've spoken to enough people that, that have been in your shoes and it's tough because it is a game. It is a system. You have to play the game because yeah. unless you're, again, fucking Taylor Swift or you're Drake or you're one of these mega superstars, yeah. then you can do whatever you, you want. Like Taylor Swift can make her own rules right now and nobody's going to say anything. To her. She did. She just re-recorded all her own songs. Like that's making so, her so, own rules, right? Yeah. But everybody else, like you have to kind of please the label because you want them to be excited about them. You want them to push and you want them to promote the album. But then you also need to do stuff that your fans want that you might not love. And, you know, I, I know so many artists that says the, their best song commercially is a song that they didn't even care for. Yeah. It's just, you know what? I feel their, their label liked it. They, yeah. they tested it and it tested really well. Like we mm-hmm. had one girl on the podcast a couple months ago and her biggest song to date, she says like the lyrics are stupid. She says, this song is stupid. It's catchy, but the, it's stupid. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And it charted really well in Canada. And, you know, you hear something like that, you're like, fuck, like. Yeah, but then you just get selfless a little bit. If you back up a little bit and you go like, who cares? Like, like at the end of the day, it's really not your job to, like, decide what is going to connect to people. Like, if, true, I, yeah. get, I guess if you could have a magic wand and be like, I'm going to be like this guy today. That'd be... Fred sick. again today. Yeah, like, I'm sure Drake got bought one of those at some point down the road, and that's sick for Drake. <laughs> but, like, for the rest of humanity, for the rest, not even artists, for the rest of humanity, like, dude, I just love music. And, like, as long as I, I like, like everything I put out, no, I love everything I put out, but as, as long as I love everything I put out, like, you know, I mean, whatever. It, and it, yeah, like, but, yeah, yeah, one of my songs, I have this song Sweet Tooth, and it was like, I like, I think it's a bop. Like, I'm, I'm into it. I don't like, it's not like something where I go like, if I was like, like, on a, if I had to show someone one of my songs, I would not play that song. But it, I, it gets like 200,000 streams a month because of TikTok. And like, that's sick. I'm so happy. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, but I get, I, I, I get what you mean. I get it. I get it. It's stressful. It's weird. I, I, I get it. So I do, I do a little bit of content on the side. And I'll have a TikTok I made. I have a TikTok I made and it'll... Um, you have to put the back on. I'll, have, uh, I'll make a TikTok and I'll be like, you know what? I'll say something really cheesy. And I'll be like, this is so cringe. I hate this. But then... Hundred, maybe I'll do a million views, and I'm like, hey, there's a million people that Dude, resonated with this, me about and there's it. so many people like that'll be in my DMs or comments, They're like, oh my god, totally relatable, blah blah. And it's like, or ha ha ha, this is so which funny. is so nice, and it is. It really like yesterday we were at the Sam Hunt concert, and some lady came up to me, some like 50 year old mom, and she came up, she's like, oh my god, Ricky, ah, like I need to talk uh, to you, I need yeah. to take a picture with you, blah blah. And I didn't want to tell her on the spot, but like my my character on TikTok is like a it's it's a parody almost, it's like a made up yeah. account. And I didn't have the heart to tell her because she was so happy to just meet me. She's like, I think your TikToks are amazing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, how do I tell her that these aren't real? But yeah. you know what? She you loves don't. it. Again, you don't. Exactly. You're you just, entertaining people. You're entertaining people. And that's it. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. I don't know. It's really complicated, man. It is. I, I want to pivot for a second because we talk about obviously your love for music. But you have another passion and another love that I literally knew nothing about until maybe an hour before this and tattooing. Oh, yeah. 
Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So did you start that before music, or is that like kind of like intertwined? No, with it's him? like um, it was kind of a COVID thing. Uh, I mean, I've always been see most people started with... baking during COVID. You know, I did I'm... also bake. I oh, was you baking started... sourdough. And oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. And then just the tattooing, just like oh, yeah, I got some space on my body. Well, Let me just was... buy it on Amazon and yeah. Honestly, <laughs> literally, I I just love ta- I just love tattoos. I think they're so special and it's such a great way to hang. And I was like, I want tattoos, but it was COVID, so I couldn't get them. So I was like, I can do this shit. You did them on yourself? No, not these. Come oh, on. I was just saying, I was those, like, are, all, those are awkward. Shit. I don't want to like, see the ones I've done on myself. Those, those are the thighs. Those but, are right here, eh, where it doesn't yeah. hurt. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No nightmares. I mean, they're not terrible. Like I did this. Um, like this was my first go on like a machine. Like, and you did it on your shin bone. It's just like line work that I was practicing on your shin. My mom thinks it looks like a poop, but what are you gonna do? What is it? It's a cloud. It's an okay. upside. Oh, uh, there we go. Yeah, okay, I can see that now. Yeah, but um. You're but, good. Thanks. Danny, let's go. What are you getting? I want a butterfly. And I need a, I want a cross. I can I got do a one butterfly tattoo. for you. That's in my a first heartbeat. one during COVID. I got it there. And now I want a butterfly on my thumb. Sick. And then I want a cross above this one. And then I'm done. Nice. I've got a handful already. I think I'm done for a little bit. How many tattoos you got total? I have honestly no idea. Okay, how many of you how many people have you tattooed? Maybe like 150. Okay. What's your favorite tattoo you've given to somebody? Um, I gave my, my best friend this, this tattoo. It's like this dog. It's just sick. I just love it. Okay. And he's, it was a really nice day. I hadn't seen him in, like a, in a while. He just got married. We were at his wedding, and then I didn't see him for like five months. And he's just like my, he's like my blood dude, brother. Yeah. And we just, I was like, we're doing a day, bro. Like I gave him two tattoos and we spent the whole day together. It was more the time spent than the tattoo itself. That's fair. That was really uh, just a nice day. It was like in my mom's kitchen. My mom was like, "What the fuck is going <laughs> your on?" Your mom's trying to bake sourdough. Like, like, okay, but we keep talking about like music and how it tells stories. Do your tattoos tell stories? Um, Ooh. I think like so like the, that was a good one, that Dan. Was that was really good. Segue. And you, you don't know this, but Danny was having a rough day today too. So she's oh, no. she's doing very well today. I just drank a lot last night. Oh. Got not it. actually I was like day. damn I was like yeah. what happened <laughs> not, not, no, not no, no, no. um tattoos yeah I think like the first tattoos I had I have um like big stories and then as I've gotten more tattoos they progressively progressively just gotten less more meaningful. aesthetically I just I just as because now that I tattoo I just actually love like the art of tattoos so I'll see somebody be like that's so suck. I, I want that on my body because it's so cool so let me ask you do you think it's like taboo or like cheesy to copy someone else's tattoos in what way? Like to get the exact same yeah. thing? Or like a similar, okay, so I have I have uh, eagles on both thighs. And a buddy of mine has an eagle on one thigh. And I saw it, and I'm like, that's fucking dope. I want to do matching eagles. So I, one's different. One's an eagle, one's an eagle so holding copy. a snake. I copied him. And someone's like, oh, it's so taboo. You can't copy someone else's tattoo. I was like, so basically anyone who has a cross copied fucking anybody. Like I've, I also have my last name on my arm. Let me That's put like, it this way: like you're, we're all gonna die one day, and that shit's gonna be on your body for the rest of your life. And that guy's gonna forget about the fact that you copied him in like three days. No, no, it wasn't even the guy that I copied that got mad. It was someone else like the soul taboo. No, I don't think that's taboo. I, was just I think like, if it's like the exact same taboo. If it's the exact no, same, it's like, it's like your best friend. Like a full sleeve matching. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, okay. and if you're like best friends hanging out all the time, where you gotta be, yeah. so you're seen side by side, yeah. I would get it. But no, I don't think that's taboo. I don't think so. Either. No, I got my tattoo on my neck. Because Haley Bieber has what one. What is your tattoo? Oh, it says always. Oh, that's my nice. mom has forever. Oh, yeah. so that is pure. cute, Lisa. It is. It was a Christmas gift, so we went during COVID and got it. That's Aww. really pure. 
You know, our tattoos mean nothing at this point. I mean, it's like literally like meaningful down and then like not like literally i got this spider because we have black widow spiders in our house and i was like lol that's really dangerous i'm i literally so many people like oh what what do these tattoos mean depending on who it is sometimes i feed them some bullshit story like i have a i have a a bull skull on my knee here oh cool and when people are like i'm like because i don't take no bull cap from anybody damn and they're like what i was like was there a real reason you got that no i I think it looks badass dude that's yeah. it. Literally, like, when people come in and they're I just, like, I, just want I badass. Just think this looks sick. I think that's so sick. Yeah, I just want a badass. Th- like, I always say this. So, this is a, oh, it's a cool tattoo. Like, it's way cooler than I am. Yeah. And I always say, I'm like, <laughs> sometimes I'm not cool enough to have this tattoo. I wish I could see it. I'll show you. Drop those drawers, baby. Yeah, just fucking. <laughs> First time getting naked on the podcast. Imagine um, that. Yeah. I want to get back. So, tattooing. What other passions do you have? Like, what's like a random passion? Music, tattooing. Let me rephrase I that. Love, what do you do in your free time? I yeah. love cooking. I I would be a chef in a high. I love to cook. Okay, cooking or baking? Um, I love baking, but it's such a fucking bitch. Yeah. And, and Sorry, like cooking's not what? No, it's different. No, I, I would separate those. There's, two there's a difference. They're both annoying. No, they aren't. I love cooking. Baking <laughs> oh, cannot cooking? stand. What do you like to cook? Anything. What's like your favorite? Like if the if the queen or well, the queen said if the king was coming over. Oh, I'm not that good. But like, if you had to, just answer the question, Daddy. I can't even think of something right now now i'm like mm, solid <laughs> like what do i do like i can't think physically think of something i've made what's your go-to if the if like the, uh, the kings of england the is coming over i make him and you're sp- english right i make him a grilled spanish octopus on a bed of fingerling potatoes with arugula <sighs> okay wow and balsamic reduction oh oh that just sounds good i can't do that can you I used to be able to when I was a kid, not anymore. Yeah. Packing tins that's back like, in the day. That's like, that's like my, like, I'm so cool. That, like, when yeah, that I want to cool. impress people. Rock on. Don't talk like, to me, Danielle. You went to Cardinal Carter. Yeah. You know what's funny? I actually, I love fish so much, yeah. but, like, no one in my family eats fish, so we never, like, I never grew up learning how to cook fish, and it still scares me, and I feel like I'm going to do something Cooking wrong. fish. Dude, so just, I don't. I, like, just try it. But, like, I eat it no matter where I go. Like, I just started making salmon. Dude. Scallops I can make now too. Scallops are great. I would try. But terrifies me. Octopus is fun. Do you like octopus? Love. Dude, it's so easy. You braise it. And then, so like you, you uh, literally, you, un, you defrost because you, you have to Just buy give me frozen. the recipe. I'm going to so make easy. this. I'm going to try this. You braise it in like liquid with like onions and whatever aromatics. And then you cook it for like, I don't know how long I'll send you the recipe. But then you put it in the fridge and you cool it down. And then you just throw it on the barbecue. Is it live like, though? No, no, no. It's dead. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, are you kidding me? I watched like Alyssa and Hosh like cook like a lobster no, the other lo- day. Lobster's like, different. Lobster you have to alive. kill. Yeah, lobster, I'm like, I cannot to, do that. Lobster you have, have to kill. Have you guys kill. been to Bar Isabel? Yeah. No. Like, yo. I know. I heard it's really good. They have a really good octopus, don't they? <sighs> have you been to yeah. Sarah or Sarah? No. Oh, po- I have. That's that unbelievable so too. And they got really good octopus yeah. as well. With, ooh, death row meal. Go. I've been asking this question all weekend to my family at the cottage. I have another really good question I'm going to save towards the end because my it's my favorite question to ask people My lately. mom's uh, matzo ball soup. It's like a chicken, Jewish chicken soup. That's okay. my fa- sister's favorite soup. Yeah. Andrew. Do you know you Jewish? No. no. She just like loves matzo ball soup. I love that soup. we're exporting our culture. Yeah. That's really makes me Daddy, really one broke. meal, go. I was expecting a more descriptive you, one, but it's okay. Like you want to know my death row meal? Like yeah. it starts. Like it's a list. Just give, give us the main. Oh, no. The main. Give, no, give, I want the bull. Okay, I want okay I'll do it really quick. I've been practicing no. all weekend. Okay, so I'm starting off with half a Caesar salad. <laughs> and then, shit, wait, wait. Back up. Half a Caesar salad? Listen, okay, <laughs> you're okay, going to okay, understand okay, why. Okay. It's going to be a small Caesar salad, and then the other one's going to be a, like a mini burrata with fresh tomatoes shit. from like an Italian garland, garden, uh, balsamic on it, 
fresh basil yeah fun with some crispy prosciutto amazing next spicy rigatoni from carbone and then a slice of this tie-dye pizza from ruby rosa in new york love i just got goosebumps yes oh, then as like going. my so main i had this steak in nashville we had this wagyu steak and it was unbelievable that steak i want some like crispy brussels sprouts i want a little bit of truffle fries and then like an onion and like mushroom mixes together then i want a side of bread with that too it has to be like really good fresh like bread haven't decided what kind of bread then dessert i'm gonna have a little bit of chocolate mousse with raspberry yo swirl. that i was gonna say love i have to go back and do mine and again. then a <laughs> strawberry rhubarb pie and then my beverages are gonna be a bottle of red wine it has to be like really good full-bodied red beautiful i want a spicy margarita i want an espresso martini made with tequila a diet coke nice with ice like honestly mcdonald's is like diet coke unbelievable yeah with the crushed ice yeah and oh. like a bottle of water done okay a bottle of water <laughs> well they're just like throw wash it down yeah you want it you want to edit yours like now feet what kind of water like i want Fiji? like a yeah like a voss water like, something rich yeah, like glass, something like a glass, a glass bottle, bottle of water has to be sick. sitting there like also all my cups all my straws that mm, i love have to i be feel perfect. you i feel you on that i want like bottle good cutlery so good. I, I only like small can, we, can i can i read you man yeah go read okay redo yours now Okay, I think I would start, if I was going to start, I would start with my mom's mutz ball soup. Okay. And I would also have like five or six of my fiance makes the, my, my fiance is Ukrainian. She makes these handmade pierogies. I would have like five or six of those with sour cream with the mutz ball soup. Then for my main, I would have duck confit. Okay. Ooh. Yum. Um, but but like a half dish of that because it's really heavy and I don't want to fuck up the rest of the meal. I would go. That's why half, some of it has to be yeah, half. I go half duck confit and then the other half. I think I would do just like a seafood platter. Like <gasps> I missed a whole course. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> seafood platter. Oysters. You're gonna die. So you can eat whatever you want. Yeah, like right? oysters, lobster, crab, all that shit. I want all that in my stomach immediately. You know they got half price oysters Monday to Wednesdays here downstairs parlor, and they're really good oysters here too. Pro I'm, tip. I'm, I'm gonna big shout out now. parlor, dear lady. We love you guys. Yeah, but it's not buck a shock. It's half price. So I think it's like buck fifty. Oh my god. But it's and half price wine too on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. I think I'm gonna do that. And it's really good. Sick. Yeah, really, really good. Ch- moose for I went I was in Paris once with my friend and I shouldn't say this on the podcast I'm gonna say it my <laughs> my brother his we were it was me and my best friend and then my brother and his girlfriend at the time who was a dear friend of mine like all good but they were in this massive fight so me and my best friend were like yo fuck this shit let's go just get so drunk and get the best food and we ate this massive meal and then afterwards this dude was walking around this like French dude. He's like walking around this massive. I love, I love her. Yeah, he's like, oh, so, so, blah, blah. Like this massive wooden bowl of um, chocolate mousse. And he's like, do you want some? And I was like, bro, I'm so, there's no chance. He goes, how, he goes, how about I give you, if I give you a spoonful and you don't want any, you don't have to pay for your appetizer. I was like, perfect. Send me a spoon. I, there's no chance I'm going to eat this mousse. I took one spoonful and I fucking cried. Because it was so good. It was so good. This I is cried. the best thing ever. It's under My mouth is literally Believe watering it. right now. It was, I was, I cried. And this, and this dude was like, damn, bro, like, who hurt you? So that, then I would finish with that chocolate mousse. And I've never been able to find this place ever again. Like, You're it's never going to be able to find it I again. Know, I have just dreams be, about it. Yeah. And it's like, I never, I'm never going to be able to experience no, that again. For me, my chocolate mousse, I was younger. Yeah. We were in Atlantis. It was at this restaurant there. And like, it was back in the day, like a dessert cart. 
Dude. You got to like pick your dessert. And I picked that and the restaurant's gone, but I'll never forget about it. And I went like four years in a row and got that same dessert. But it's do, gone forever. Do you forever. guys ever cry when you eat food? Have you, has that ever happened to no. you? No. <laughs> I've never cried, but I feel like every time we go on vacation, like we're just going to all these nice restaurants, yeah. especially when it's like me, my sister and my friend Becca. And like, we'll get so like dramatic when we're like eating our food like every bite has to be like a new sound i'm so that we're we're so weird we love it i sometimes like especially with chocolate i don't know why sometimes okay i'll I'll like shed a tear i'm like this is so good and i will start to cry she's looking like are you are you okay i'm gonna be back i'm going to the washroom (laughs) this is so embarrassing it's actually really cute it's like a bit we have she's not like a a maniac she's a lovely person but she's like you need to you need to find your center i'm gonna go ground yourself yeah Yeah. i'll be back the tears better be gone by the time i sit down so should the dessert like done that's so funny i don't think we've ever heard anybody say they've cried with food like my i get like my mouth will sound like salivate what's the word it can be that uh, salivate 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 <laughs> salivate uh and yeah anytime i like think about food like my mouth right now is water because i just yeah. had a shitty little salad in the car before yeah. we started this because i'm trying to be healthy because i destroyed poutine last night for no reason do you remember that yeah you ate a lot of it too that's i ate the big, whole thing a big thing i ate the whole thing by myself in the middle of the sam hunt concert dude so I, I'm a f- every, when i come home from la i literally just i can't get enough poutine what's your favorite restaurant in la there's this amazing Thai place called Night Market. Oh. It's my favorite restaurant. It's really sick. It was like Anthony Bourdain's favorite wine bar, actually. It's not like bougie. It's so I was going to say, Danny likes the bougie ones. No, 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 no. I like... It is, it, it, it's really good food. It's, it's, it's Thai street food style. Like the style of food is street food, but it's like so... Everything is insane. Like it's fucked. It's so good. I was just in LA. And in the wine is great. May. And all we did was eat. I'm Dude, every five seconds. Next be- time you're there, we'll go to Night Market. I would love so to try, good. but yeah. I am obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with Elefante. I've never been. Go! It's just such been. a good vibe, and I it's chill. I feel like I'm on vacation. What's like- that other? It's, you, what's the other Italian place? There's a really good. I can't remember what it's called though. Is Elefante Italian? Yes. Yeah. And I ordered the wrong pasta too. Unbelievable. Wasn't mad about That's it. That's just so nice. You order the wrong meal and you still but come. We over. went to another restaurant in Venice Beach. I think it was called Jelena. I think I've Unbelievable. been Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. We, we went for like lunch really one day. Good. Like we shared a bunch of things. Yeah. It was so good. One of the best steaks I've ever had in my life was in LA. That restaurant. So my dad came to, when I was down there in March, my dad came one night early and we drove to Vegas for work. And we went to this nice steakhouse. We got a porterhouse, just me and him. And like top, one of the best steaks I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. And one of those ones where you're so full, so you know good. it's going to make you sick to keep eating, but you're still going to eat anyways. Yeah. It's one of those. You get, I feel like I get one meal every month. Where that I'm makes like, you that cry. Amazing, but I think on average, LA food is like, it's fine. I think Toronto food is so much better. Yeah, okay. I would say Toronto, Toronto restaurants better. are unbelievable. So you travel in a Chicago, lot. Actually. You've been everywhere. What do you think is the best food in the world? Italy. You're at, you're Italy. Italy you know for what? sure. Well, not for you, sure, right? Italy? Everyone's got different tastes. Yeah. Would you say Italy? I would say Italy. If not. Like second would be New York, just because you have such a variety mm. of food. And like I love. Yeah, if you're looking for a variety, New York is yeah. really good. I also think Chicago is incredible. Chicago is great food. Never been. I like, but Spain, Spain. I was just gonna say Barcelona because I love I love seafood. I got like, sick I love, of I the like, same paella, thing. Though. Paella in in Barcelona hits different. Oh my god, I could not have another paella. But that last night, 
Like, I could have paella every day for the rest of my life, probably. Yeah, no, I, I was Actually, thinking of it. Pocorones, did you ever have those like little? I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but the the anchovies. I'm not an anchovy guy. Oh my! But even like even the little cones you get a prosciutto when you walk down the street, the little yeah, prosciutto cones, oh like my God, the and j- dude, jambalaya cones dude, or whatever the they call Iberia, them. That ham. Yeah, the prosciutto. That hand, yeah, like the dark, the really. I would go through. Shit. I remember going to the the market one day, the Barcelona market on a Sunday, walking through, and I think I stopped at like every third vendor, and I got the little cone of prosciutto because it's like a buck or two, bu- or a euro, two euros for that a cone. I'm like, yeah, is, why not? That stuff's diabolical. I can eat. I it's disgusting how much prosciutto I could eat. When I was a kid going to high school, every day for lunch I had a prosciutto sandwich, and I'd have like two or three of them. I just down them easy all day long. The last time I was there, I um. I got to the airport and I was on the phone with my fiance and I was like, I was like, oh, one sec. And I bought a big like duty free size package of that ham. And I was like, I'm going to bring this home for us. And by the end of that night, the entire thing was gone. There's nothing better. It's the best. For my, for Christmas, listen to this, for Christmas once, my aunt bought me a prosciutto, like a piece of prosciutto, the big ones, because we used to have a slicer. Like a, like a hunk? Like, like, like it was. Did you have like a shaver? It, yeah, we used to have a, a what do they call it? Like a shaver. deli shaver. Yeah, so we had one. And every. You guys both Italian? I'm half. Yeah, I'm half okay. too. So every morning, my dad, on like I'm like 10 years old at this part, would shave off a bunch. We'd eat it right there, and then I'd make my sandwich. And sometimes my mom, after school, when she'd pick us up, she'd bring us by the bakery near my school. We'd get fresh bread. We'd boot it home, open the slicer, and just carve out some pieces with fresh bread and prosciutto. Oh, my, oh my. And then you pour a little bit of oil and vinegar on like a plate. You dip the bread into, ooh. Oh, see, this I'm sucks. Shocked, you would I'm say, shocked. I'm so hungry my, right now. My taste, like when it comes to food, my taste, well, we're staying on food for a while, I know, but I'm fuck. so into it. My tastes are like, I'm about, like, I like... I don't need things to be separated on my plate. What I mean by separation is like, I like just like really good ingredients, like amazing bread, amazing olive oil and amazing balsamic vinegar is so much better to me than like some really complex dish. That's like made with like simple, trashy. like the simplicity in it simple is almost better. So, but yes amazing. and no, like I also love a fucking Big Mac. No, no. Like you give a me a dirty, Mac, so greasy, crappy no, 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 Big no, Mac. So and like, like, I, I know I what you're I, I agree. What you mean. Oh, dude, I crush a Big Mac oh. or a McGangbang to be real. Oh. That's my. What's that? It's uh, <laughs> it's when you take a. I have to hold this in my knees. It's when you you take a double cheeseburger and you open it and then you put a junior chicken inside and then you like close the burger. So huh. it's bun, a McGangbanger, bro. <laughs> dude, have you never had a? McGangbanger? No, I've never had a McGangbanger. Bro, it's bun, beef patty, bun, junior chicken patty, bun. Beef patty bun, and it will change your life. All right, next hungover, next, next like, McDonald's yeah. order. We're I think doing you it. should eat on the podcast and do we, a full. We've tried to eat on the podcast. It gets hectic. <laughs> it gets hectic once we start eating and drinking on it. It gets hectic. Yeah, no, like I, we had I a three-hour episode once where we were eating and drinking. It was just like it was impossible to follow yeah. along. It's impossible, yeah. but we we will do it one day. We'll yeah. get it. We'll let you know. We'll like Facetime you or something. That'd be lovely. Our first McGang Banger Burger. I had my first Big Mac. I remember this. It, I was getting surgery the next day after graduation. It was a graduation party at my friend's house. So I like jump in my car and I'm like, hey, I can't eat past midnight. It's like 1150. Go to McDonald's, get my first Big Mac, sat in the kitchen. Everyone's like drunk. And I that, game over. Best thing ever. What's your go to hungover yeah. food or drunk food? Um, drunk food. Uh, I. I love just like chicken fingers, man. 
like crispy. or like a shawarma. If I'm in Toronto, Ooh. a shawarma, a drunk shawarma is like, is like where it's like dripping out of the bottom and it's like getting so, on your pants. It's so good, oh, yeah. bro. I'm pretty sure that's actually one of like the top drunk foods yeah. in North America. Well, I think they How say pizza's number one. Pizza's number one. Uh, for me. Like a good Big Mac with like yeah, supersized Big fries. Like, so it's so easy. It's just it's so it's perfect. Do you know what time. I do love, but I haven't had in a while, like especially hungover, uh, beef patties, Jamaican patties. Oh, Jamaican patties are so. Especially if you get the deluxe really ones. Uh, so like some mornings when I don't make it to work till like lunchtime. This podcast where we so sometimes <laughs> when I'm uh, when I'm like really drunk and happens maybe like once or twice a year, I'll roll into work like just in time for lunch and I'll order pizza for the office just so I can order the supreme patties that they have. So it's. A beef patty, they cut it open like a sandwich, put lettuce, tomatoes, and um, mayo in it. And I'll order like one so or two good. just for myself. And I won't order for the rest of the office. And the pizza gets there. I, I set it up in the kitchen. I run over to my office and I eat my little, <laughs> I eat my beef patty like a fucking little gerbil. I'm like, Dude, and oh. jerk chicken too is a real, uh, yeah. I, there, there's no jerk chicken in LA. It's such a Really? Bummer. What? Really? I, there's, it's just like jerk chicken's like a Toronto Thing. I think there's a lot of Jamaicans here, and it's just like a Toronto thing. Oh, I didn't so know that. Good here, and when I make it all the time, and when we moved, I was like trying to find the marinade, and it was I had to go to like World Market. Have you guys ever been to World Market? No. It's like World Market is like um, how do you describe it? It's like it's like IKEA for like I can't Fo- IKEA for food. No, it's it's, it's <laughs> okay. weird. It's like weird they, flex. They, they, sell, they sell like armchairs. And plates, and then they have like a grocery section that's okay. all like world food. It's okay. a, it's very like, it's like anthropology meets IKEA. It's hard to explain. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. So I had to go there. Gotcha. The mall, kind of intrigued. Kind of want to go. Yeah. It's honestly sick. I, I uh, <laughs> switching off food a little bit because yeah. we're, we're we're almost wrapping up. Yeah. I got a really random question, but I've been asking people lately, and I've been getting really good answers. Like off the podcast, I'm never asked this. If I were to give you a hundred million dollars right now. What would you do with it, and how would you spend it? Fuck. How would you? You've never asked me this question. Okay, so over to you after. A hundred mil. Um. What would you do, and how would you spend it if you spend it? I mean, I would do that. I would take care of myself for like. I would. I would not like in an excessive way, but I would like, just like, deal with all my shit. You know, I'd buy this property. I'd, like, probably buy like a ranch. California maybe get a horse and shit okay but then I think I would probably try to figure out a way to um I think I would like open a business that like I could like make a really good living from but that like integrated into the community that I was living in in a really nice way okay like I think that would be my first thing um I would like just love to be able to like support a local economy would be sick to be able to like watch people flourish with my money and also make money from it and just th- I think that's such a nice way to use your money. Love that. Um and then So you've maybe spent like forty know. million out of the hundred? You got sixty yeah, left. Yeah, I don't I don't really need any more than that. Honest I know okay. that sounds super good annoying, answer. but I really feel like after that, I feel like I'd probably um I would just like default to other people in my life to like like what should I do with this money? <laughs> I got sixty million left, mom. Yeah, like how much you need? Yeah, for real. And and also like um I would love to like I'm sure I would love to travel. I would love to like do charity work and like support people in a way that doesn't benefit me. Any any specific charity? Um, I I'm really passionate about like addiction and mental okay. health. I think like the I think the fentanyl crisis is like the saddest, most like overlooked. Not overlooked, 
in the sense that no one cares, but I think it's like what what the fuck is going like And it's man made, so, right? That's the worst part about it. What's that? It's man made. Yeah, it's just, like it's, it's, it's something that you know, a hundred years ago that didn't exist. Child poverty existed a hundred years ago, like yeah. all these like a, a lot of diseases that are bad are existed a hundred years yeah. ago, you know, dirty water was existed. Fentanyl is a recent thing. I think it's only like 30 it's years so old, sad. 40 years old. It, I, it just, and I see it so much in LA and I, and I, I, I'm, I have identified as an addict through my life and I know so many people that were addicts growing up and I, I just, it's just like something that I, I feel like I have, I'm actually equipped to do. Cause also that's the other thing is like, you, you don't want to start, you don't want to start thinking you can fix things when you can't. And that's, that's, I think it's important to like, I also, one other thing I would maybe do is I maybe go to school, like go study some shit. You got a hundred million dollars and you're going back to school. I'm sorry. I know you guys are like, this guy's so full of shit. This guy's definitely like, okay, he's bought himself a ranch. Yeah. I bought myself a ranch. I'm getting, so why are you going back to school? Popping off. Like I don't want to learn shit. Hey, fair enough, fair enough. Hey, it's your hundred. Oh my god, I'm like so sick of school. I would never go to university, right? Okay, I've done it twice now. Yeah, I just went on tour and like that's sick. I'm so happy I did, but like all my friends are like, you're you're gonna be like living in living in a dorm in first year in a single bed. Like your fiance's gonna be like, come back home. I'm doing that shit online, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Danny. Coursering. I'm gonna pay for a talent. for what? Oh, you get a hundred million dollars. Yeah, I'm gonna talent? pay to give my. I don't know. Learn a talent. Learn how to sing. I don't know Sick. something. I love that. I mean, you got a hundred. I want to be talented yeah, like could, that. You could have a talent. I'm gonna buy a house. I'll buy a vacation Would you home. Have help at the house. Uh, a thousand million dollars. You have a nanny for sure. Can you yeah, buy yeah, like a team? Can, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> like how much fun that would be to have like a, like. Dude, imagine being. Oh, able I want to own a winery. I don't think a hundred million is enough. Are you fucked? A hundred million can easily buy a winery. Yeah. Yeah, well, I really want Do you know how much money hundred million dollars is? I really, really want to watch. Like you're twenty seven in your entire so life, you probably haven't even spent five million dollars in your entire life. Yeah. In your entire life you yeah, haven't spent five million. Like, like that's a lot of money. Extreme. I would play so much golf. I would. Holy Are you a big golfer? Yeah. You could be with a hundred million dollars. Like, you don't have to work. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. Okay. Just practice every day. Yeah. yeah. You play so you'd, so you'd have a you you do a talent you need winery. I'd buy like a nice house in Toronto, buy a yeah. winery in Tuscany, maybe Damn. buy somewhere. Yeah, I'm thinking Costa Rica for me. I've never been, so I can't say. Maybe a place in the Bahamas. Yeah, but like that vibe. Yeah, I need like some sort Beach of like vibes. island vibe. Do you think I can? Aff- we could afford helicopters. Well, if we, oh, yeah, duh. You can buy a helicopter for like five million. Helicopters you can buy a plane. I feel like a that's PJ, like PJ. Uh, you're gonna cut a. You can't have both. And you can, that's a big. Yeah. <laughs> well, like his 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 first thirty million is gonna make money. So maybe he can offset the plane. I'm gonna make money from my talent. Well, it's debatable. No, I'm kidding. I'm paying Damn, for I'm it. I'm so Jewish. I'm like, I'm going to invest the first 30 million and then I'm going to go to school. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going I'm to start another. I asked my dad this once. God my dad's damn. like, I would buy a plane and then I would start a plane business renting out my plane to people. I'm like, what? You, that was a great answer. Now you just got another job. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's He's sucks. like, yeah, how much fun would that be? I was like, not at all. Yeah. You have the plane, go wherever you want. Don't start another business. Like, what? You make money. Yeah, that's fair. Mentality. Yeah. Million dollars, you wouldn't Entrepreneur need mentality. That's fair. That's fair. There's what about so you? Many th- I'm just, I know there's so, so many, many things, things I could do now. Man. Me, I would, uh, first thing I would do is I call all my friends. I call like an emergency meeting. I'd like, guys, meet me at like the local mall, whatever, Yorkdale. Damn, you can you thought it. this through. Oh, yeah. Well, I've asked a lot of people's questions. So I'd meet them at the mall. I'd say, guys, quickly, here's like 100 G's each. 
Go buy anything you want. The PJ, we leave to Vegas tonight at midnight. Oh, get to Vegas. We party for four That's days sick. straight. You know, there's goals like maybe five million bucks gone. Then I'd buy each of my family members like whatever house they wanted. Yeah. Or like, you know, take care of them. I'd buy my mom whatever car she wanted. Yeah. And then I'd probably just buy myself like a house and then a vacation house. The rest I'd probably throw in the bank yeah. after that. Like I'd, I'd be boring after that. My first like 10 million, my first 20 million would be really stupid. But the other 80, I would just like, Three percent returns for the rest of my life, and that's like generational wealth. Um, but the first twenty million would be ridiculous. Yeah, I think that's how I would go too. Yeah, I think things would get. I want to. I want to do like the first twenty million is ridiculous. Yeah. Like you can't buy that. Oh yeah. Okay, bet. Yeah, like, yeah, like some Shaquille O'Neal shit. Yeah, I'm like, hey boys, walk into like hold some, buy whatever you want. You guys want? I don't even know what you what they want to buy. Like I've never walked into a mall with a hundred thousand dollars, like just going to spend money. Like I'm the cheapest. When it comes to physical things, I have one nice physical thing and everything else I own is like Walmart. Like this shirt I got for free. These jeans are like Walmart jeans. These shoes are like outlet mall yeah. jeans. I'm the same. I'm like, this is my, these are my You got a nice pants. vintage fit though here. I feel like these you're are like. The only, these are like my one nice pair of shoes. They were like really expensive, but like I, I've had them for years. These are my girlfriend's jeans from H&M. Wow, I love that. And then, yeah, this like just the vintage, vintage tee. Yeah. yeah. I love it. That's it. Um, well, before we wrap up, what else is, uh, what do you have in store for the rest of 2023? Oh man, just dropping more songs. Um, I'm hopefully, I'm, I'm trying to put a tour together. I'm just like, we're just, it's just it's putting on music is so much work, but like, <laughs> you are a musician. Yeah. This, is, this is what you do. Yeah. So I, but it's definitely, definitely in the works. So like we're definitely going to do some touring in Canada that's and good. then, um, yeah, just like putting on more music and, and touring plans. I think that's like the next we we'll love that. The next frontier. Any, any likes? Can you hint at anything? In terms of what? Like new singles or places you you might be playing? Oh I, well, single wise, I I just bangers are coming. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I like got out the songs that I needed to get out because I'd been sitting on them forever and they were really meaningful to me. Um, not that they're less more meaningful than the ones coming up, but I feel like now I'm like ready to like put out some fucking heaters, like I some real bangers. That. So that's gonna be really fun. And then, uh, yeah, it just shows. Definitely in Canada. Hopefully, like, in other places. Love LA, it. New York, all that stuff. But but I definitely I definitely see, like, a Canada tour coming Well, let us know show. when you do the Toronto show. Me and Dan will be there with bells and whistles. 100%. We'll definitely come by. I don't know. Dan, you got anything else? I think that's it. Did we, did we hit enough music? We're good? Okay, we're good. Scott, thanks for coming on, man. This was a blast. It's nice getting to meet so you, too. Fun. Yeah, you, too. Let me know if you guys ever need tattoos. Yeah, I'm well, I'm down. Yeah, I, I'm down to do something just for fun. Okay. I don't fun. really need one, but I'm down just to hang out, shoot the shit. You get a cool. friend's tattoo. Me and you. I would totally nah. do that for you guys. No, I can't. Do, I can't get a friend. I've, I I've only had do faces. I've had enough of her. I've had enough of her for the past 24 hours. <laughs> I only do faces, though. So. Only faces. Okay. 